podcast family happy friday welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we're looking at the word of god through the lens of caregiving don't forget to follow me on facebook at caregiving is a ministry all one word today we're going to be in the psalms um, specifically psalms 38 verses 9 through 15 and i'll be reading from the new american standard bible lord all my desire is before you And my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me, and the light of my eyes, even that has gone gone from me. My loved ones and my friends stand aloof from my plague, and my kinsmen stand far off. Those who seek my life lay snares for me, and those who seek to injure me have threatened destruction, and they plot deception all day long. But I, like a person who is deaf, do not hear. And I am like a person who cannot speak, who does not open his mouth. Yes, I am like a person who does not hear, and in whose mouth are no arguments. For I wait for you, Lord. You will answer, Lord my God. (laughs) I so enjoy how transparent David is (laughs) with his relationships, you know, with the Lord exposing his emotions. I find it just utterly freeing. Could this be the reason you think that he's known as the man after God's own heart? Think about it. David was not perfect, was he? Absolutely not. You know, we've you got the whole Bathsheba thing and then his parenting skills with Absalom. Yeah, he was far from perfect. But in spite of this sin, God loved David. And he loves us. But I think David holds a special place with God. And the reason why he does is because of his unabandoned honesty with God and his faithfulness toward God. If you really look at the Psalms where David is pleading with God, you know, asking him where he is and asking the Lord to kill his enemies and if God is there, somewhere amongst all of that complaining, as you read, he will then all of a sudden take like a 180 turn and he'll profess the goodness of God or that his trust is in God or that he, that he knows God will deliver him. And that acknowledgement of, yeah, I don't like this one bit, but I know who you are, Lord, and I submit myself to you. I think that's what touched God's heart and continues to do so. You know, we can't hide anything from God. We can hide things from ourselves, believing that what we did was right, but the Holy Spirit will convict us. And the reason we get convicted is God doesn't want us to be deceived. Remember, part of the Holy Spirit's role is to help us um, in the image, become and mold us in the image of our Savior. And We have to be honest with ourselves so that we can go to God and ask him to help us to be better. It's like going to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. The first step toward getting help is to admit that you need it. God delights in our being able to respond to his convictions and to better live out his word, you know, by reading his word. And if we live out his word and we're reading his word, then we're less likely to stumble in the traps that the enemy has for us. So we need to be honest with God. David starts off 
this with God you know my heart <laughs> you know what I want which is to get me out of this mess of course I'm Greta paraphrasing and then he complains to the Lord that his heart is hurting isn't that a way of trying to manipulate God that he's weak and tired so tired that he can't see straight oh boy he's really wallowing in this pity party isn't he well let me confess I've done that a couple of times myself <laughs> and when I have done that I can almost hear the father the son and the holy spirit chuckling at me not because they're insensitive but because they know that I'm trying to bait them and they recognize that I'm being a drama queen which at times I am sad commentary but it's the truth God isn't moved more <laughs> that doesn't move God but when I get to the end of my performance cuz that's what it is I acknowledge you know that whatever happens I will trust God. Then everyone in heaven is on alert. Angels are ready to deploy to come to my aid because finally I remember who God is and who I am in him and the benefits that I have because I'm his child. That gets God's attention. And this is what David does in the middle of his tirade here. He declares, "For I wait on you." You will answer, Lord my God. Why does he have to make that statement, you think? For I wait on you, Lord. I think it's to remind himself. You know how sometimes you you have to talk to yourself or am I the only one who does that? You know, offer up words of encouragement to help you remember that you're a child of the most high God. That encouraging of yourself. And secondly, I think he does it in case there's anyone in earshot. Remember also in here he talks about his friends standing afar off and they're not there. Well, he's making a public declaration now to let everyone know where he places his trust and he puts the enemy on notice. Our enemy, Satan, and our other enemies need to hear that you put your trust in the Lord by your actions and by the words that come out of your mouth and sometimes you just declare it. Remember there's power in the name of Jesus. So declaring out loud where your loyalties lie, that's a good thing. Did you find it odd as I did that he states that God is the one whom he's waiting an answer for? He specifically stated you will answer. Something tells me that all those friends that are standing afar off, you know, those helpful friends that you and I have that, you know, offer, quote unquote, advice. Those friends. I think he's speaking to those friends because sometimes they provide great godly wisdom. And then sometimes it's just noise getting in the way of hearing God. So David states that he's specifically waiting for God to answer him to stop the noise of the others who have been in his ear. When you are waiting, when I am waiting, we are to fix our attention on God and wait for his answer. Not what someone else offered, but our God. You know it'll be God's answer when you have peace. It will bring peace. Now I want to be clear, I'm not stating or saying that the situation will be peaceful. I'm saying that you and I 
will have peace about the situation. And there's a difference. We are all experiencing different difficult situations and we have to make hard decisions. Decisions that some may not be happy with or that will cause us added heartache. But in the midst of that, we can still have peace because we know that we are being obedient to what God has asked us to do. That's the peace that I'm referring to. You have it in your heart where you just know that's what, that's what you're supposed to do. So today, I want us to be like David. I want us to maybe throw a little tirade. Let God know how much you may not like this particular situation or season. Tell him. Tell him that you're worn out, that your emotions are coming to a frazzle, that you're just not sure you can go on. Throw a little party. Have a little pity party. Whatever you need to do, be honest with God. And then wipe your face and declare, Today, I wait for my Lord. And He, I will wait for His answer. Let's pray. God, we thank you for being a God who's approachable. We thank you for opening up your throne to us to allow us to come before you and worship you and thank you for what you've done, but also to just let you know what's in our hearts, to be able to give voice to the pain, the frustration, the anger, the fear, the exhaustion that we feel. We know that you don't put us in these situations or allow us to be in these situations to bring you delight. That you have a purpose for it all. But the one thing that you're doing through that is allowing us to align our focus with you. That no matter how chaotic things may be, we're to keep our focus on you. No matter how many people are in our ears telling us we should do one thing or another, that we are to block all of them out to hear you speak to us to allow your peace to settle in our hearts and once that happens everyone will stand back and marvel at how calm we can be in such difficult situations and that is the perfect opportunity for us to tell them why it is because we wait for you to give us our answer and when you answer we are obedient Thank you for putting these psalms in your holy word to let us know that, yeah, we're going to get tired. Yeah, it's going to be hard. And it's okay to cry out. It's okay that you are here and you will be with us. Thank you for being that kind of God. We love you and we praise you. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. All right, my podcast family. Go and minister the act.